0: Chuck and Julie bringing you the truth, straight up.
1: I'm Julie Haynes,
2: an Emmy-winning former investigative reporter, a highly successful trial attorney, and publisher of a major Denver-area newspaper. They've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage, as parents for over ten years, providing thought-provoking information, opinion, and entertainment, live, local, and interactive everyone's voice is always welcome on the chuck and julie show all right everybody chuck bonnell julie hayden the chuck and julie show grassroots show that is true straight up
1: that's right and the show is brought to you by mountain west wellness advanced acupuncture and chinese medicine so um today we can open it up a little bit um if you want to call in 888 627 6008 Lots of things to talk about today. Everything from the RNC, n- not no one's giving them money. Go, oh, I wonder why. Um, to 2024, but it's looking like Disney has another bomb at the box office. But one of us are off. If you haven't been, I guess I don't know if you would know about this if you didn't follow Twitter, but we have had on our show. Um, and we liked him, and we liked yeah, his answers. Lisey, Trent like Republican
2: for CD uh, six, CD, to four. CD four to replace Ken Buck, um, and he certainly had um, grassroots things to say, and we liked him. Uh, but now he's under attack.
1: Well, and he's, yeah, so here's so here's what's going on. Over the weekend, this started in a social media influencer by the name of Laura Loomer. And she's kind of, I think she she's, I think, 30 years old. Um, she started with um, James O'Keefe with Project Veritas, right? Mm-hmm. And she's sort of a citizen journalist, I guess. And she she does some good stuff. Her style is kind of to ambush people, um, but she is very fervently pro-Trump. I think she would say she hates the Republican Party, but she loves Trump, so she wants to defend Trump. And she started tweeting some things out, um, saying that she was concerned about people who were supporting Trent Lisey without having all of the information. Now, Trent Lisey has been on our show a couple of times, and we reached out to him several times um, and asked him to. Be on the show and have not heard uh, back from him yet. If and when he calls, we will certainly get him on. But but here's the crux of it: there were kind of two, I guess you would call them, allegations. One,
2: well, I would call it it's just a all on assault by uh, Laura Loomer against Trent Lysian. Apparently, she met he met her down at Mar-a-Lago for the screening of uh, *Police State*, and she didn't like him. And for every reason, some other people didn't seem to like him. So Laura Loomer went on just an all-out mud campaign against him, sometimes contradictorily. And I have to say, to start out with, you know, I don't care what most people's personal lives are. I mean, if you're doing sex tapes, live sex tapes for money, you know, no, that's not good. Uh, But most of the stuff... Well,
1: only if you're a Democrat.
2: Only if you're a Democrat, Yeah. Um, and, and you know, the only person I know of, at least I know of, that hasn't been tainted, is Jimmy Carter. And he is the worst president <laughs> in the world. It's just awful. So so living a stellar life, if that's what you want to call it, is no prerequisite. I Personally, I like Ken Buck. Uh, met him, knew him a little bit socially. But as far as politics, they stink. All he does is trash on all the people who supported him. Um, and all the Republicans who supported him. Um, so you know, I really don't like. I'd rather discuss people's views than claims of vague claims of personal life picadillos. Well, but but it's it's gone to the point where it's not going to yeah, be able to stop.
1: Yeah, and so here here's what is and and well here we'll just I'll just let me explain it straight. So here is one of the things that she brought out. One of the first things um, she brought out was that Trent Lycey had been arrested. Um, for harassing a minor, this was several years ago. Um, and then one of the other things she brought out was apparently, and that's kind of, I think I'll go through the thing. So this started with, well, let me address the arrest first. Um, it, so Trent Lisey didn't answer, didn't answer. She was showing um, some news clippings from, um, really back, from back when he, couple. I think 2016, 2017, when he ran Later. for a school board there. Uh-huh. He then, though, this is what he did wrong, I would say. And Trent Lisey hasn't asked me for advice, but if I were... You know, this is what I would tell him. So what he did is he finally responded, much too late, I would say, saying that the Colorado Bureau of Investigation reports show no indication or any evidence of him being arrested. Well, technically, that's true. uh, But then Laura Loomer countered was showing the actual uh, an arrest record, right? I think what must have happened is it seems like this stemmed from an ugly divorce, Uh, In a case involving an incident with his child, where maybe initially somebody, his kid, kid, somebody tried to say child abuse that was never charged, right? Um, And and that it seems as if, according to a Greeley Tribune article, in which he admitted during the school board campaign that this happened, he pled guilty to harassment, um, was sentenced I think, six months probation, and everything was was done, right?
2: And he probably had. They said, okay, assuming the probation period, your arrest record will be expunged, and you no longer have to say you're arrested. Right. Um, but Even though technically, obviously, you were.
1: Right. And I think that was his mistake to to say that because then Laura Loomer could come back with these articles, right? What he should have done, I would say, is simply explain it, that this happened during, which what it appears is it happened during an ugly divorce. There are these accusations. I can tell you this. If somebody says, oh, there's child abuse, they don't reduce it to a lesser misdemeanor charge unless there's absolutely zero evidence of child abuse, right? So it appears, and then you have to plead, I mean- uh, he well, when up,
2: I... I got falsely accused of DUI, for which I was acquitted within 30 minutes, you know, the judge said, okay, your your record has been expunged. You never have to say you were arrested. Well, I don't care. You know, the jury of my 12 peers, 20 minutes found me. Totally a wonderful person and not guilty of anything. <laughs> but I can see if I was him. somebody the said the
1: prosecutor did indeed yes. call you stated for legal reasons uh, for now into the eternity that you were a good guy a or...
2: good guy <laughs> Chuck Bono was a good guy We'll admit that well, there you go then that's all you need.
1: But the problem is in this day and age there are still uh, there are still other records that but, show that know, he was arrested. But I
2: think that's bullshit and the whole thing's bullshit. It
1: is, but but then the other thing though, and I. I kind of agree with you in that, I, and I don't, well, let me guess what we should say, we don't know the truth of all of this. Apparently, then what happened is this started with a guy uh, by the name of, at least on Twitter, his name is Evan Kilgore, who works for Turning Point USA, who says he was approached by a minor. Who claimed that Trent Lycey bought, uh, paid for a hotel room, paid for booze for him, and although nothing happened, and the kid was pretty clear, absolutely nothing happened, made what this kid felt was um were um, inappropriate, possibly comments that the kid interpreted as being sexual in nature. So
2: why did he accept the hotel room? Why did he accept the alcohol? I mean, it just stinks.
1: Um, And Trent Lisey has not addressed those except in one tweet to say that that he hasn't done anything wrong. So um, the Colorado Republican Party was sort of besieged by comments and put out a statement basically saying if any of this stuff is true, concerning the potential of the uh, That doesn't
2: reflect our
1: Right. That's what our values and Trent Lices should come clean. So that's what we And it's
2: accused by Laura Lam of grooming somebody. Now grooming somebody is 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 saying hello and smiling grooming. Yes. Anything can be grooming. Right. Grooming can be whatever you want it to be.
1: Homer, given what we've heard, because she was promising there was going to be all kinds of other people and other stuff coming forward, yeah, which Tom has Roses. which has not materialized. Um, it um, does appear, however, that Donald Trump is not going to be endorsing him. Um, and, and I don't know what's going to happen, but that's where things stand. And it is, I, to be honest, I'm not sure. I know Trent had extinct. had initially indicated to me in, in a text that he was waiting to talk to his attorney. I can tell you right now, there's no, you, you can't sue Laura Loomer. All of this stuff is, is it happened right well, now? The conclusion just, that she's drawing, yeah. right. The conclusions that she's drawing are incorrect. Um, but for whatever, if anyone who knows Trent Lisey, um and talks to him, I would just, to me, I don't think any of these, well, I guess it depends on the explanation. It seems to me that it could be perfectly reasonable that somebody could go to a turning point convention and offer to pay for i mean because these were well, why is the kids. kid wandering
2: around looking for a hotel room
1: well we don't well the thing is there are too many circumstances we don't know um and it's certainly again the kid made it clear nothing happened no one has come forward with any kind of allegation so that why was, was he going
2: kind of, around right t- trying to you know i guess it
1: would be wrong if you bought booze for minors that would be bad oh the world oh. ends mm-hmm. Well, that's what I'm saying. I wish Trent Leicester comes forward and a minor
2: and a minor can mean a kid 20 years old because you have to be 21 years old to
1: drink. 18, 18 is a minor,
2: not for drinking purposes. No,
1: but that would be illegal purchase of an alcohol. But it's it's not it's not clear. I guess that's what I'm saying is these are things that I think it's possible. They're perfectly acceptable explanations for this. But again, for, I I think what he's doing wrong is to try to say, well, there's no record of my arrest. Well, but there is a record of your arrest, right? And the explanation seems perfectly reasonable that he gave back that. Right, mm-hmm. so I don't know why you would try to hide it. Another thing that came out, um, because um, uh, was a, a video of him and some other guy at what what appears to be a strip club with women kind of in, in a thong, kind of twerking, and he's kind of throwing money. But I will say he doesn't. That's a that's what you that's what happens at strip clubs. There's nothing wrong with going to. Strip well, I thought club. he was
2: grooming young boys, well, not not throwing money at strip. Yeah,
1: and he doesn't look at her even too. To me, well,
2: then he's not guilty. If he didn't look,
1: <laughs> you were, if he didn't
2: look at her bottom. He's not
1: guilty. He looked just kind of awkward. He wasn't. He didn't touch her. He didn't do anything that would be inappropriate in a strip club. So I'm not sure. Strip, I mean. Well, I mean, there are certain things There are rules at strip clubs, right? I mean, he wasn't, he didn't touch her. He didn't do anything, right? He didn't put the money in the I mean, at least in the video that we saw, which I'm assuming. You're
2: allowed to put money in the ball.
1: Right. And that's what I'm saying. I mean, he didn't even do that. So I don't know. I, I We don't know what's going to happen. I liked the things that Trent Lisey had to say. Um, I hope that he can get this Straightened out. Um, if he doesn't do it pretty quick, though, um, I, I I fear that his campaign is probably doomed. You know, I mean, we'll have
2: to see. Give him yeah. a little time. See what see what
1: see see what, what comes up. up. What
2: shakes out. See
1: what comes up. In the meantime, though, I will say I hope that we get some good grassroots candidates out of CD four, CD eight. Um, you know, see, Lauren Bolbert is fighting the hard fight there in CD three. There's another
2: one. I don't care. Right. If Lauren Bolbert and her date.
1: Got frisky. Got
2: frisky. I, I really just don't care. And the fact that anybody else does care is to me is pathetic because that's all Democratic garbage thrown out there. Right, right. And, and I never see why publicists go, oh, oh, oh. I mean, give me a break.
1: Well, I guess at the bottom line to me, you know, I disagree on this a little bit. It's like I would just like to see Trump's explanation of this. You have these um, miners who are saying he's doing this, Um, And I would like to hear his explanation for what was actually going on. And in minors, I use the term, as far as I know, there's only been one person who has come forward to Turning Point USA and said anything. Um, so, and it looked like Laura Loomer then picked this up and people became concerned about him. So she kind of ran with this. He didn't respond. Um, From what I gather, she, she didn't spring this on him. She reached out to him, from what I understand, ahead of time. And when he didn't respond, after a certain point, she posted it. So, um, you know, I I don't know. Oh, wait, 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 wait. We have a.
2: Incoming. Oh, incoming.
1: Okay. here, you keep talking. This is. i one keep
2: talking. Day. Okay. We've got an incoming text that. Julie Hayden is reading to herself right at this moment as germane to something. And therefore, we'll be turning to her momentarily while we talk and talk and talk. Okay, well, and this talk. is Trent here Lisey. it is, ladies and gentlemen. Trent, Julie Hayden reporting.
1: Trent Lycey's saying, when is your next show? I would be happy to come on on that time to discuss all of this. He's going to be issuing a formal statement through the Colorado GOP. I just said they're on right now. Can I call you? So, Thomas, if you want to stand by. The little dots are rolling, the little dots. Well, maybe we'll get something right now. Um, How about this, Thomas? Why don't we do this? Why don't you, because I think you have his phone number from before, if you have it. Do you want to maybe try calling him and asking? Actually, he's sitting by. (laughs) Try calling him. um, Oh, never mind. Never mind. He said, my attorney has advised me to wait until the formal statement is issued. I hope you understand. All
2: righty.
1: We'll wait till then. Well, that makes sense if you're yeah. okay well so maybe so maybe somebody called him listening to our show and said and julie are saying you need to respond to <laughs> no he wasn't listening so i had been texting him all day so okay guys well we will get him on probably on wednesday then my yeah. next show is wednesday so stand by they'll be issuing the formal statement oh, well good for him then because as you said looking at this i didn't see anything if you could address it i guess it depends on what the answers are right but if you could address it then you should address it. I, I think, and it is kind of distressing that the world of politics is so you know, this is the way it plays. Yeah, it play. uh,
2: the the issues don't matter. It's just all the garbage in it, between. Well,
1: and if I were Trent Trump- Lice, I would say, yeah, this is probably nothing compared to what Democrats might throw at him. So
2: no, the no, uh, Rhino Republicans are well, everywhere as vicious as Democrats.
1: Well yeah, and again we don't know for sure where this came from. It seems to me that it did not originate with a Rhino Republican, which granted I'm happy to blame them for stuff, but in this case it appears that it originated through somebody reaching out to Turning Point USA and Laura Loomer getting a little bit, um, okay. I hear keep talking again.
2: Keep talking. Okay, this is Chuck Bonnell again. No. Keep talking again about this upcoming scandal or maybe semi-scandal, but we'll have a complete and total report by <laughs> Trent Lincey himself. Right, he says we'll okay. be the first
1: interview after the statement is issued.
0: All right. Which probably
1: my guess is won't be today. All oh, right, well, there. So, to, there we to go. Up. To catch you all up. So to, just to kind of wrap things up. So we were talking about Trent Lisey, this attack on Trent Lisey, issues being raised that he did not appear to be addressing, has now just texted me live during the show saying they're going to be issued a formal statement through the Colorado GOP. He doesn't want to make any comments until after that statement is issued, but we will be the first interview all right. with him once that is. And so we will obviously let all of you know. Well, you'll
2: be there for Wednesday. That's Just right. Just come back Wednesday.
1: That's, yeah, exactly.
2: All right, this let's get on the next one. Disney. Disney.
1: Disney flop.
2: They put out their latest and greatest flop, Wish, which is kind of a uh, cartoon on uh, Make-A-Wish. And it it was, uh, you know, the uh, big white man, who is an allegorical one for Trump, uh, was mean to this woman and blah, mm. blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah, blah. It's tanked. Um, as all our movies are, have, Elemental tanked. Uh, the last the Di- Marvels that
1: came out was the last Atlanta- oh. thirty. And I got to tell you, what I love the Marvel shows, but some of them have been bad. Thor: Love and Thunder, not not a fan of. But this was lower. This was the worst of all of them that have come out.
2: It was hundreds of millions of dollars, and uh, all the films they've had out have been disasters of this year. I think there's one exception, um, but it's amazing to have a kind of year they're having where nobody wants to go to their theme parks. Their movies are flailing. They're Merchandise is flailing, and, and they don't seem to be able to change course. <laughs> they, well, like,
1: they apparently acknowledged to their stockholders.
2: Yeah, and their and stockholders. The that the recent- a misalignment with the fans. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> You'd think it's like kind of like Budweiser when you when you're like a commercial retail product and you misalign with your fans, that's bad. That's, no, that's they may bad. not want
2: to watch you. Your
1: your fans are like they're what pay for you, right? It's like yeah. you need your fans, it's like if we were misaligned with our fans, it wouldn't really last very long. So, right? one
2: thing on MSN saying these ten movies are made to enrich Hollywood. That's right. A uh, little message to you, all movies are intended to enrich Hollywood.
1: Right. None of them
2: are intended to beggar Hollywood.
1: That's right. And this one, Thomas, didn't they lose a tax exemption in Florida? Yes.
2: No, yes. no, they lost, they lost the ability uh, to have their own government in Florida, their own district.
1: Okay. Um, well, and okay, yes. And then the new Thomas is saying the new Marvel movie is a flop. It is a major flop. I mean, it was expected. Normally, Disney over Thanksgiving weekend just crushes it, right? right. And this weekend they lost to Napoleon. Um, they lost Hunger to Games. The Hunger Games, which even I don't have any desire to see. No, I um, like the first two ones. Yeah. So, so anyways, anything with
2: Rachel Zegler, I'm missing. Uh, I just won't go.
1: Um, but yeah, but it but at any rate, so I think
2: Unless there's Rachel Zager and Amber Heard. And <laughs> and who's the third one from the Marvels? Uh
1: That what up, Brie Larson? Brie
2: Larson, there you go.
1: (laughs) You'll go to that. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about this all kind of ties in with losing touch, miscommunicating with your fans. So, the RNC apparently has 9.1 million dollars on hand right now. You'd think, well, that seems like a lot, but it's not a lot. That's the lowest amount they've had since 2015. Um, in 2016, they had 20 million on hand at this point, and when Trump was in office, they had 61 million on hand at this point. I was I was reading an article and I forget where where they were saying they can't figure out why. It's like no one's giving us money anymore, and they can't figure out why. Well, I can tell them why. Yeah. It's like number one, Rhonda McDaniel, look at your record, right? Yeah. You just suck. I mean, you can't win an election. Right. Why would I want to give you money? Right. I mean, I'll just give to the candidate. Right. Um, the other thing is, um, and I could see some of it is well, they keep saying the major donors are waiting to see who's gonna win the primary. Hello.
2: Message. <laughs> Maybe the guy's got 64% of the vote.
1: I mean, give me a break. Um, oh, she says, oh, they can't make hay off Trump anymore. I, well, I know. And Trump has been kind of nice about it, you know, because he hasn't yet called for her to resign. Maybe here's just a thought they should quit spending money on debates that no one even cares about, right? When they say, well, the donors are waiting to see who wins the
0: primary. Uh, it's,
1: like, it's, the primary. it's like, you know, I was what, January 15th, the first caucus. And they keep, Fox keeps trying to push Nikki Haley. Saying she's surging, she's surging. Yeah. Um. And it's like, well, again, okay, she's she's gone from what two percent to three percent, and Trump is at over sixty percent. It's she's like the, I can't yeah. stand her. So, and, and again, and they they're not they're, they're losing, right? And they keep like going around to the same old thing. And it is as a conservative treehouse says. We got to remember. We tend to look at it as the RNC is there to help Republican candidates get elected, right? right? That's not the point of the RNC. The point of the RNC is to enrich the RNC, right? Well, raise
2: lots of money, which then is doled out to, to whoever their consultants and everybody else is and some candidates. But, you know, they don't they don't do anything. They really don't do anything.
1: Right, keep talking. I'm still. <laughs> oh,
2: we're back to just talking while you're off on the show and doing everything. <laughs> here's, here's
1: the latest then update with Trent Lisey. Um They're hoping to put the statement out. His statement out first thing in the morning. They're working on it tonight, um, and he says, "Thank you for your patience. I am very frustrated with this." So, all right, good for him for reaching out. Um, we'll get the story. We'll have him on on Wednesday then, and, and explain everything. So, back to the RNC. Um, yeah, I, I don't know why it's a mystery to them that nobody's donating, right? Um,
2: well, you know, it's some of the some of the average RNC donors don't like Trump, so they're not giving. Trump donors don't like the RNC, so they're not giving. I mean, it's.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, not only are their big donations down, but their small donations are down.
2: Well, they don't get very me, so though. No,
1: no. Well, they don't care. But it does go back to again, you know, they raise money, I think, to kind of keep to to keep the established, kind of like Kevin McCarthy, right? Yeah. They it, raise money to give to the people that they like. Right. Um, they don't seem to be particularly concerned with winning elections. They don't seem to be raising money in putting right, good, it, Or good at it. Or, or yeah, toward ballot harvesting efforts or measures or no. things like that. Um, they don't seem to be raising it to spend on lawsuits to cut kind of fight you know for election right. integrity and things like that um, so I, I don't know, I, maybe I should send him a note and say, dear RNC, I can tell you right now why your donations are down. It's because you're losing <laughs> elections and your donations get this. Your donations are not going to go up, no. you know, until you start doing those things. But let's talk a little bit about 2024. So, guys, mark your calendars. Thursday night, Ron DeSantis and Gavin Newsom are going to be Battle debating, it out, are going to be debating with Sean Hannity. That
2: brilliant Sean Hannity.
1: And now, Chuck, what are they going to be debating?
2: Red state versus blue state. At least that's the title to it. Okay. Um, What they'll actually talk about, who knows, but uh, they'll attack each other's records and how things are doing in the states and Uh, their personal lives. I don't know.
1: um, Well, and this is from Peg. If they would have worked on election integrity when Trump, quote, lost, they might be relevant. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, and that's the thing. I think the RNC knows they're not relevant. So, you know, well, and that's why facts know. I mean, why on earth? Is Fox spending time and effort to have a debate between Ron DeSantis and and Gavin Newsom? They I mean, like a, them both. well, maybe, but I thought I thought Fox liked Nikki Haley now.
2: Well, so Nick, maybe they'll they, throw they her they in there. Can their... serve the drinks. I don't know. I mean, who cares? Uh, you know, nobody likes Gavin Newsom. Nobody likes Ron DeSantis, and nobody really wants to see what they have to say. But maybe not. Maybe a huge hit and it'll boost one or the other or both of their presidential runs.
1: Well, Kevin Newsom isn't running for president, Jackie says. Oh,
2: that's right. That's, <laughs> that's right. Pretty good. Well,
1: Let's go to that. Then You were talking earlier, your predictions, as we wrap up 2023, because you were saying, hey, we should talk a little bit about 2024.
2: Well, I just mean nationally, I think it's looking up to be a tremendous year for Republicans. Now, 2022 was also, and it didn't turn out that way. But right now, Trump is running 12% above what he did against Biden at the same time four years ago. Um, he's ahead by uh, about two and a half points. Um, and that's incredible, really. Poll last 12 polls have all had him Trump winning. Um, so that's great. The Republican Democrats are more or less even on the generic vote. Um, so I think, and I think all things are going to get worse for, for Biden. I don't think the economy is going to improve. Right. I don't think the war in Ukraine is going to get any better. Um, I think it's gonna get appreciably worse if not lost. Um, I think the inflation's here to stay as long as we keep on overspending.
1: Well, and don't allow energy.
2: And don't allow any energy production. Um, I don't see what works out other than a nice, you know, coronavirus or something. That you can- well,
1: they're trying. Have you guys noticed? They had the Daily Mail all over the place. You're seeing people, people with masks flooding hospitals in China. It's like, oh, I believe that, right? Yeah, I, I believe those. Was it Charlene was talking about the pictures earlier? We believe those pictures, you know. So that's not going to work. No, I think, and I think you're right uh, in terms of the polls. What I have read, even Democrats saying that the really bad news for Biden is. The reason that people are not liking him, right? right? And the economy is a major thing. And even if he were to implement Trump-like policies, let's even say he were to try to like start, you know, getting back with you know cheap energy. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's not going to turn around anytime soon. Um, And not only that, but he's committed to not doing that, right? Right. Even though there was a funny thing, Kamala Harris was posting a picture of her cooking her Thanksgiving dinner, stove exactly using a gas stove. So
2: now all of a sudden, hey, want cars, gas stoves. You
1: know, All of that, <laughs> and it's and and it's not working. And I think the economy isn't going to get better. People know that it's expensive. And right. uh, you can try to you know gaslight us and tell us that. What did he try to say? Biden tried to say that the economy. This is the cheapest Thanksgiving like anything yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, no, it wasn't you know? no yeah, it wasn't okay. so it's the reason for that. I think the other thing that's hurting him internally, which is worse, I mean it's one thing to try to convince Republicans and um. And independence that the economy is good. I can Uh, see if you're a Democrat, you're willing to suffer mm -hmm. a little bit. Well, mostly if you're a Democrat, you're like an elite billionaire, so Uh, you're on your yacht. You're you're
2: happy for others to suffer.
1: Right. You don't care if other people suffer. But the bigger problem he has is this Israel-Hamas thing. Um, I think that you're seeing people in the administration Mm -hmm. resigning. I mean, Biden is supporting Israel. Sort of, of kind of. Sort of, of kind of.
2: Everybody's mad at him. He's doing a half-assed job of that, and then they all blame him for supporting Israel, and Israel says, well, you're not much of a Friend
1: and- well, and I think it becomes very difficult for the Democrat. I mean, I think that's going to be a big issue in the campaign, right? Because, I mean, he needs the young people to get out and vote. And I don't think that the young people, I mean, if you're like a pro Hamas person, you're unlikely to go vote for Trump, right? right? But you're also probably not going to bother to go vote for Biden Maybe if he's your own guy. Well, 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 or or something like that. But I mean, I don't think I don't see how he gets his way out of that. Do you
2: No, And and Ronnie Jackson, the doctor to the president's uh, now a congressman said, you know, his cognitive decline is going pretty quick. If you if you kind of gauge it, he's getting worse and worse. And that's, you know, unless the drugs improve a lot. Um, he's going to seem worse and worse.
1: Right. And I hear this from Charlene. The two-party system was set up in America to intentionally divide the masses. George Washington fought it, but the old monarch ruling class of Britain prevailed in bringing it to America. Carol Quigley talks about it in the book, Tragedy and Hope. That's pretty interesting, Charlene. Um, And then she says, this is true. Trump got two minutes of straight applause at the South Carolina football game last night. And then of course, Biden and Nikki Haley are supporting the Zionist communist agenda. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Peg Cage, I'm so accustomed to the two-party system that I can't imagine it differently. Plus, all the laws are for two parties. We're headed to jungle primaries if Kent theory has its way. Well, well yeah. actually, the
2: Constitution was the, the, the founders of the Constitution hoped they didn't have what they call factions. The factions were bad. Um, and while they were very good at doing a lot of things about human natures, um, they didn't realize that factions are how human beings work. They divide up into the red team and the blue team. We always, are, or if if one team totally kills one, then we bifurcate that into two teams. I mean, the idea that we wouldn't have factions is a was a misunderstanding I... of human nature. That's what we basically are, As chimpanzees. We divide up into groups and keep on dividing and keep on dividing, which is what keeps us endlessly at war which makes us why we're (laughs) great.
1: There's Chuck's optimistic thing. Well, um, well, I think that is true. You're seeing that now with the Democrats. They control everything. But then here's the thing. But you have George Soros, who I think just wants destruction of civilization and 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 the culture. He's one of the ones pouring money into these Hamas things. And now if you're the Democrats, I think it's kind of, it's very hard for them to turn around and say, look, you realize that all of these protests are fake, right? You realize these are not organic, just like Antifa was not organic, just like January 6th was not not organic it was all like a democrat strategy right mm-hmm. or the rich elite strategy right. they right. can't turn around and say that so they they can't say so but in the meantime though you have enough i think young for god knows why but young democrats who support hamas um, and completely refused to acknowledge that Hamas might have done anything wrong. And if it, it apparently, according to Stephen, I mean, and who knows what the truth is, but it, certainly it is becoming difficult for the Democrat Party to handle. I mean, they're well, not Hamas has the, I mean, being...
2: the anti-festival faction of the American people, and, and you know, people go, I hate those music festivals. Hamas is for you. Uh, they, they went into Israel and just slaughtered everyone at a peace festival. Chuck. Well, they did. This business
1: from they did. Candidates shouldn't have to be belong to a party to run for office. And then Peg says, true, Chuck, candidates can get on the ballot by petition, even in the parties. Well, let's talk a little bit, though. Speaking of that for 2024, Um in in case you haven't been paying attention here, Kent Theory, who gave us the open primary system in Colorado, wants to destroy the Colorado political system. And yeah, destroy the political system even further in Colorado and turn it basically into a jungle jungle primary. primary. Now why don't you explain how that would work? Because it
2: well it sounds
1: kind of fun actually, because it doesn't sound that different what we have now. Don't we have a jungle primary? No. No, Jungle
2: primaries, anybody the the original primary is that anybody can run. It doesn't matter doesn't matter if you have a party label or don't have a party label, um, then if nobody gets 50% or more in the first round, then the top two candidates uh, go off against each other. Um, it's a way of kind of getting rid of the Republican Party totally, um, and it helps in California to make it a one-party state. So why we want a one-party state, who knows? Um, I heard a awful thing from a Republican Party official today that uh, Barbara Kirkmeyer, is the establishment choice for the next gubernatorial race? What? Yeah, that's my reaction. Ah! Oh, no. Get
1: no. Of, well, that's, that's, that's like we'll start to put a kibosh on that as soon as we possibly can. But let's go back oh, to. Uh,
2: sure. Well, we have that in our power.
1: Well, no. Well, well voters do. Um. So, But I think that what Kent Theory is proposing is so the way it would work is there would be a primary day. You wouldn't have a Republican primary and you wouldn't have a Democrat primary, so basically, right? Says, well,
2: I, they do it in Louisiana. And right, so there'd
1: just me. be one primary day and whoever wanted to be on the ballot and you'd yes. have to petition. And I think Ken Theory is recommended that it's the top four people. Mm-hmm. And so now the Republicans could, I guess, if they wanted to get together and nominate somebody mm-hmm. and that person could go on the ballot. But there would seem to be little point for that because if you're a candidate, you got to fight for the general. I mean, it's essentially holding a general election and a runoff is what it is basically, right? Skipping the primary altogether, you just have a general election and then a runoff from that general election yeah. with the top four and then the top four would campaign and then be, and then would it be ranked choice or would it just be plurality? Or would, oh
2: yeah, would, ranked choice.
1: So, so it would be, you would, you would vote for four people? Well,
2: so you vote for who your first person was and who your second person was. Your first person didn't win. then your second, it, there are lots of versions of, a jungle primaries ranked choice voting they have it in alaska uh rest assured it stinks and that's why Kim theory and that's why we'll adopt it.
1: well well here's the thing it's going to be just like open primaries right and stupid republicans better not fall for it if they're going to say well who needs the parties right it makes it so everybody can run but explain why it is that it turns out to screw republicans
2: well it screws republicans because whoever's a bigger party is going to win um, and there's little chance that people all come out with, for the second candidate, and rank choice voting means you're just going to get the most bland one. So get these bland, uniparty people if that's what you want. Then support Ken theory.
1: Um, well, but I think he's it, it, he will probably that will probably be on the ballot, right? Yes, right. Although, but right. Just, and I don't, I don't mean to be interviewing you, but I do. I don't understand. I'm still not clear on why that helps Democrats. I mean, why couldn't you have a strong? candidate who although there's no party but who is charismatic and stuff and that person would get the vote is because just the democrats have way more money to push their candidates anyway more
2: democrats than republicans
1: in um, colorado okay what about the the ever unicorn unaffiliated voter that we all seek
2: they can do that for example louisiana does this and they just elected a republican governor um in fact every major office has been become has become now they don't have ranked choice voting. Uh, but they did did have a jungle primary, but um, so certainly if, if Colorado was a majority Republican, it, it would favor Republicans. The fact that it's a majority Democrat appears the other, and rank choice voting means you don't get the extremes, you don't get the grassroots, you get Barbara Kirk Myers. Well,
1: how would election integrity play into all of that? How well, would they know? So, how about ballot harvesting? How would that, that play? Okay. So that again would go to the sure. richest party and the biggest party right. and the most organized party was already doing ballot harvesting. Right. right? So that, that, would,
2: that helps in urban areas more than rural areas.
1: Okay. So you would guarantee basically urban. Well, and okay. So now let's talk about possibly Bart Kirkmeyer being, although who else is out there? I mean, I, not that I would vote for her, um, and water, but I mean, who out there, what are other Republicans? Are there, I mean, Heidi all try. She's not going to run again. Um,
2: Trent Lysy.
1: Trent Lysy. He's he's got issues that he's got to deal with right now. Um, what other Republicans are there? You think who would? I have no idea. I don't think
2: anybody knows.
1: Well, I mean, in in a way, you have to look at all the. Well, the only Eric good, the, Yeah. The good news is the good news is, um, Polis can't run again, right? That's right. So, well, I don't know who the Democrats have either. So, that um, so that's what we want. We want Mayor to
2: get
1: a Republican. Yeah. Oh, Mike Johnson will probably run. That's a good point. Tay Anderson.
2: Tay Anderson, hooray!
1: <laughs> um, and then from Charlene, I don't know why Theory and Company needed ranked choice voting as a backup for the system they have now. They must be worried about the grassroots. Dave Williams. Dave Williams is governor. I agree. Yeah. I I you know, I didn't want to say that in case he smacks Chuck the next time and says quit <laughs> saying that. Um, I think you're right, Charlene. They I'm not worried about the grassroots all over the place right i know the republican establishment is very worried about the grassroots and that's why they're constantly attacking grassroots people um i because grassroots are growing in power and influence look as we've talked about on this show what's going on in argentina mm-hmm. what's going on in the netherlands um what's you know going on really in, in south in,
2: carolina in, charleston in, voted as first republican mayor since 1877 and, reconstruction
1: and here's the problem that they have why is the grassroots doing well because people no longer people have realized that you can't trust the elites people have realized it, that you know if 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 uh, mark zuckerberg and bill gates tell us something it's probably a lie and it's probably something that's going to make them rich and hurt us right so people are onto that people are not trusting their institutions when the cdc tells us we have to get masks people are not going to wear them this time um and then you look at politics, politicians who just go there and get rich and keep getting richer. Um and and you know the, so I don't think it's even so much as a grassroots thing as it is just people waking up. I consider it a populist thing. Um oh we got Sherry from Lakewood online one. Hey Sherry nice to hear
0: from you. Hi. I um I don't understand the political stuff really well but um when you they're talking about the parties are there to divide people and so You've got the Democrats who support Palestine, Palestinians, and and the Israelis. Mm-hmm. But I ran across something that I thought was really interesting on the Republican side, and it said a guy named Irving Kristol, who is Bill Kristol's dad. Uh-huh. I guess they dubbed him the neoconservatism. Yes, but he made this statement, um, a philosophical base basis that. Uh, there is no philosophical basis for individual liberties. So that, if that's the neo-con, then, then what about the – I thought that the doctrine was that God gave people their rights, that it was God-given rights. So it seems to me sometimes it's like you, you have all different sides on this party and all different sides on this party. The, well the but,
2: neocons is really the intellectual Jewish group that was very pro pro uh fighting uh communism, very pro war. Um and so they kind of took over the the foreign establishment of the Republican Party and you know, George Bush and all that Nikki hat. Haley. Nikki Haley. We wanna invade here, we wanna invade there, we wanna invade just about everywhere. Um, I'm not sure if the neocons had a view on where your rights came from. The government,
0: <laughs> or, uh,
1: sure, their view on where your rights come from is it comes from them.
0: them right. Yeah, right. yeah,
1: sure. Tell us Paskey voters, know, what our how rights I are. I kind of
0: took it. it yeah, that there's the group that thinks they come for that. You know, they they're the ones that give us the rights, and then there's some of us stupid people that <laughs> thought the Constitution said God gave us our rights, and it it seems in conflict, and then, like, when you're talking about the people you're talking about, well, then you get into, like, Kissinger and some of them, and that gets you right back to Klaus Schwab and yeah. the people that do want to give you right. bugs yeah. to eat, I mean, basically.
1: Well, and I think a lot of those people keep in mind are not operating from, from principle, right? they I mean, you're right. The the people who believe in the constitution and God given rights, I mean, that's a that's a principle. The other people I think are operating from greed, basically. And so their whole thing is is what works for me and what enriches me. Um and they don't care. Rights schmites, right? Who care who care? They have they have rights and their rights are bought and paid for. Um but but I think that's the underlying thing. Don't don't think for a second that those people have independent principles that guide their behavior or their decisions. Well,
2: they, they do. They just think everybody would be a lot happier if they didn't have property, if that yeah. was just controlled by this one world government. And... and. uh They're on top and you're on the bottom. But,
1: you know, Sherry, I think it's fallen apart a little bit. I think people are seeing through it anymore and people are getting like, you know, it's like, wait, I don't want to drive an EV. They don't work. Right. And, you know, I actually don't want to eat bugs. And they're trying to tell us now the Denver Post keeps running stories about how great that it's, it's just like telling Biden, telling us that this is our cheapest Thanksgiving meal like in history. It's like they keep telling us, no, the meat made from bugs. And plants, that's good. It tastes better than real meat. Well, it's like, well, I go to King Super's. You can buy it there if you want. And I've tried it, right? And it doesn't taste better. So, you know, Denver Post can do all the stories at once. Well, once you me. get
2: all these people saying, Trump can't be on a ballot because he's an existential threat to our democracy. <laughs> and everybody goes, well, wait a minute. That, that doesn't make any sense. That I seems mean, like that. Why, why having people on a ballot is an existential threat to, to our democracy? And all you have to do is substitute our oligarchy. It's an existential threat to our oligarchy, or monarchy, if you want. Um, then you, you have it. Uh, but their idea of, of democracy is really, you know, the media, Hollywood, you know, little oligarchy they've got going that tells us what we're allowed to do and not allowed to do.
0: So, but Sherry, thank- that's interesting, because I think we're supposed to be a republic, not really a democracy anyway and yeah, they then, don't like that, idea that being either. the case we're supposed to have justice which of course um you know there's Two tiers, three tiers, who, who knows how many tiers.
1: <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah. <laughs> hey, Sherry, thank you for the call. Hey, Sherry. It's people like you who stay okay. informed, who stay informed, though, that is their biggest threat. Um, this from Charlene Vivek is talking grassroots and gaining support. Uh, what if the old ruling classes of Europe never gave up power? They just told us they did. That could be. Um, and then from Charlene housing market is breaking, mortgage companies going out of business, owning property may soon be a thing of the past. Well, that could be you know and then when you own it they want to tell you what kind of grass you can grow how much grass right. you can grow right. how much you can use water You're, that's a good point charlene they do want us to all live in like gulags essentially mm-hmm. right yeah. where they control the electricity sustainable living sustainable living that kind of thing so i you know i don't think it's going to work although i do think there is a lot on the line in 2024 which is why people like kent theory are trying to do this ranked choice voting i Christ. mean colorado has always been um sort of the test market for some of these very progressive ideas right um so you can could- it's
2: because we have the world's worst established republican party who's always here like, okay sounds good to us yeah
1: <laughs> well the, again they don't really oh see-
2: stop the grassroots will boys
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> anything that stops the grassroots they're for so <laughs> <laughs> so we can see about that what else do we want to talk about oh a couple of other things so next week um the um, Colorado Supreme Court hearing it will will take will hear arguments on whether Trump can or can't be on the ballot. Whatever they rule, it'll probably both sides will appeal it up to the Supreme Court. I mm-hmm. like the fact that Trump appealed it also saying, what the frick? This judge uh-huh. has no but you can't just rule me <laughs> insurrection. There's no basis in the law for, for that which again, this judge didn't care about that. So both sides have appealed it um, and I suspect it'll go all the way up to the Supreme Court. They are they don't have as much time as you would think because the, the primary season starts after the first of the year mm-hmm. and so he has to be able you know they have to get the ballots ready i guess i could put trump on there and then cross it off or jenna griswold would probably be like oh we left trump off we did this yeah we did an in invisible ink so they don't have a lot of time the supreme court much as it doesn't like to would have to rule when you think i mean they would have to roll soon right or mm-hmm. well i guess they could do whatever they want they could do it. okay what is um Oh, okay. I guess Rhino's digging up dirt to take out Flora, uh, Deborah Flora's opponent early. Yeah, Charlene, we talked about that at the beginning of the show. So Trent Lisey, if you've been following that, he was touching us live during our show. He is putting, just to bring everybody up to speed if you've just joined us, he is putting out a statement tomorrow morning, which I'm glad because that was something I would have encouraged him to do. He needs to, these are situations or issues that could have explanations and he needs to give them or if he can't give them then well that says enough I guess on its own Um, but he's going to issue it put out a statement tomorrow morning and I think we will come on our show then on Wednesday.
2: It may not be his first interview but
1: yeah on. by then it probably won't be his first interview Um and so I don't know that it was the rhinos who were digging up that dirt Um although I agree with you I you
2: have know. a feeling it was. Well
1: it was some of it but I mean some people it, it, it appears to have started with somebody coming forward with yeah, for somebody I, at Turning Point USA. Well, Laura Loomer, yeah, I'm not sure. She, I mean, she's kind of a- it
2: all sounds.
1: Um, I certainly think rhinos, the rhinos in the Weld County establishment probably were happy to pile on. Some, I mean, somewhere she got the strip club videotape, right? I mean, that wasn't- Oh, that I mean, well, no, I don't have one, but but everybody got yes,
2: do. yeah, coming down that pole.
1: Yeah, oh, that's mm-hmm. right. <laughs> I was fully clothed, though. <laughs>
2: that's
1: true. It was, and I didn't make any money. I don't, no one gave me dollar bills. <laughs> uh-huh. It was, yeah, it was it. Um, but anyway, so we'll have Trent on on that. Um, the other thing I was going to say is um, also coming up this week. So we'll keep an eye on this. Our closing arguments or closing briefs, I guess it would be. What's the difference between, a, well, a closing brief is they just file a brief. They don't actually argue it. And the John Eastman um, taking away his law license mm-hmm. trial, right? Um, I think the judge has made it pretty clear on that, that she's going to take it away.
2: She looks like it. It's the way she's ruling.
1: So what do you predict will happen there?
2: It <laughs> will his license. Hopefully he's got one in D.C. and see what they do with there. Probably to get rid of his license there, too. But maybe can get one in, in Florida, Texas or something.
1: What about in Colorado where he's got the lawsuits here?
2: Um Oh, Colorado will kick him in.
1: Well, how, So how will that affect it? Because he's he's one of the lawyers on the opt-out lawsuit. And I know we've got Randy Corbin and other lawyers. How would that impact that?
2: I don't know. He's got other people in the Claremont Institute who can do it.
1: Okay, but he wouldn't be able to?
2: Well, if they'd recognize his D.C. license, this in federal court, he could.
1: And who's they? Would it be the judge that recognized him, the Bar Association? Who's well, they?
2: they? Um I imagine it would probably go to the Bar Association, although maybe the judge could bring it up. I don't know.
1: Oh, the judge in the trial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and so what what that is again, and he did a great interview. If you haven't listened to it, Julie Kelly has it yeah. on her Substack thing where he he basically says Mike Pence is a liar. Mike right. Pence has never said, right. you know, you know, he basically he he, he didn't really say much of anything. Right. right. He made it very clear he didn't want to get involved in anything. Right. And he wasn't certainly right. gonna help Trump out, but he said he, that wasn't the case. Um and again, he'd go back to all that that um that John Eastman was doing was giving Trump advice as, as a lawyer. Yes. Which is his job. He wasn't... In he, theory. He, that wasn't, I mean, that's what, you know, the lawyer doesn't say that it's the lawyer's job to say, well, this is what could happen if you do this. This is what could happen if you do this. Here's is, a case
2: law for this. Here's, Here's a case, case law for, for this. That.
1: And John Eastman had made it clear within these discussions there was a lot of um right. various thoughts right. right nowhere in there i mean who is it that stupid person was saying trump was saying oh yeah jenna ellis that sure. she heard somebody say that they heard somebody say that they heard somebody say that trump said he was going to refuse to leave the white house which is ridiculous on its face because guess what you heard at a cocktail, cocktail party because guess oh what, okay
2: well there you go
1: well and by that point baron trump had already been enrolled in a school in florida Right. They had already moved stuff out of the White House to a certain extent. But, but so what is sure. what is
2: cocktail chatter? You know, I mean, Jenna Ellis is despicable oh. always from when we knew her. She was despicable uh, and why Trump has, has had her. You know, we were just shaking our heads that you get to. You choose some strange people.
1: Yeah, she certainly was not one of the best. So wait, let me read some comments here. I got to put myself. Um, let's see. What is happening in... Oh, um, yeah, from Charlene. Jenna Ellis is a Benedict Arnold. And then Peg Cage is like, what's happening in CD8 tonight? I don't know, Peg. I had the feeling that they might be in CD8. They might be having an executive meeting. I'm, I'm not sure. I know I wasn't invited to anything. So <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, yeah, that's that's funny, but not funny. <laughs> so, <laughs> I never get invited to anything. No, so. you don't. Oh, hey! But we'll have to talk about this coming up on December thirteenth, and we'll have more information about this. This is kind of a rambling show today, guys. Sorry, it is nice.
2: Um, great show.
1: But um, Robert Spencer, who we have on all the time to talk about live
2: um, in person be from great. Jihad,
1: Jihad Watch, is going to be in Denver. Yeah. Um, speaking on Thursday night, December 13th. It is free. Uh, I wow. think it's only limited to 150 t- um, seats. So we'll let you guys know all about that, too. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, that's a couple I already did. Okay. I, already, I already did. So um, Okay, well, that will wrap it up for that us not- Thank you to you guys for all of your comments. Those are great comments. Again, we'll have the latest. Look for a statement from Trent Lisey tomorrow morning.
2: And we'll have him on first thing Wednesday.
1: On Wednesday, too.
0: So we'll, we'll see you all. Have a great uh, Monday.